Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. No matter what is going on in the world, or for that matter, in your Mm -hmm. personal life, the truth is that uncertainty is part of the package. We simply don't know what comes next. The capacity for thriving requires going inside of you to access your inner guidance, because this is where the true answers are available. This is where clarity and calm reside. Because following my inner guidance has been my lifelong journey, I know that this is where we bring into being our true potential. My guest today has techniques she now teaches. She brings the tools of the ancients to the modern world with the story of the prophetess Miriam. She has a lot to share, so stay with us. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. Head there to discover your quantum connection with your inner guidance by taking the quantum connection quiz. We are each designed to connect with source differently. And knowing your own style is the first step of aligning with your inner guidance at a deeper level than you ever thought you could. It's the secret to having abundant flow in your business and personal life. My guest today is Eliana Gilad, a two-time TEDx presenter, motivational speaker, healing voice mentor, therapeutic singing trainer, composer, performer, and founder of Voices of Eden Ancient Wisdom and Healing Music Institute. Eliana has dedicated her life to reviving the conscious use of voice and rhythm as natural healing instruments as they were used in ancient matriarchal times. Her new international bestseller, and you're going to hear about that, Emerge Triumphant, Thrives Through Uncertainty, helps readers understand that when they give their inner voice the ability and power to shine, limiting barriers can be broken and people can become their own leaders, opening themselves up to a world of new possibilities. Welcome, Eliana. I am so, so excited to have this conversation with you and to have you as our guest on Wisdom Talk Radio. Well, thank you, Lori. What a what a beautiful, beautiful opening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you give rise to that kind of inspiration. <laughs> so there's a lot of places we could start, and there and there are different places that I hope to go with you today. Um, but I want to start with the way in which you you bring together the importance of thriving through uncertainty with ancient feminine wisdom, and particularly with the story of Miriam. So if you could share with us, you know, who was Miriam and why is her story so powerful for today? Oh, such a great question. So how many listening have heard of Prophetess Miriam? <laughs> I'm listening. All right. I'm listening. It's cricket. All right. <laughs> how many of you have heard of Moses? Ding, ding. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> All right, over the past 30 years that I've 
been at this and devoted my life and career to this. When I asked that question, there could be a group of 10 people or 10,000 people. It doesn't matter. Usually, Miriam, maybe 10% now, and that's if the audience is made up of religious Christians or Jews. <laughs> right? The Moses question gets between 70 and 95%, depending upon the audience and where in the world is it. I, I live most of my adult life overseas, and our clients are on four continents across the globe. So, you know, in some areas around the globe, it's not a Judeo-Christian mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Judeo-Christian culture. So in those places, Moses is less, but it's usually about 80, 90%. Mm-hmm. The amazing thing about it is that if it weren't for the prophetess Miriam, Moses wouldn't have been born. She, Miriam is his, is his elder sister. And the ancient text, uh, the, the ancient commentary on the text describe uh, a story that when, and this is in the book, like <laughs> there are many, 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 many different stories of Miriam. And I'm a direct descendant of this same family. I'm a member of Levite tribe on both my mom's side and my dad's side. So it's kind of, I have imbibed this in, you know, with mother's milk, not that anybody told me or taught me this stuff. I just, I know it. And it's in your cells. Yeah. It's in my cells. It's in my DNA. So so the commentary speaks of um, the the response to the Pharaoh's decree. You know, if you remember, even if you saw Ten Commandments, <laughs> you know, a Disney Pharaoh, you know, Disney yes. Egyptian prince or something. <laughs> uh, you, you know the story of the of the Egyptians you know, in hot pursuit of the Hebrew slaves and pushing them into the sea. And the, and the Pharaoh decrees the murder of the firstborn males and, and uh, Miriam and Moses's father and Aaron's father, Amram, who was head of the community, goes, no way, he's not going <laughs> to, no way, we're not going to let that happen. I'm going to divorce my wife. The entire people will follow suit. We're not going to have any babies. She's mm. not going to murder anyone. And Miriam comes up to him and, and the commentary says, and she says to her father, your decree is worse than Pharaoh's because that will decimate the, you know, that'll kill off the firstborn males and you're about to decimate your entire people. Yours is much worse. Mm. So listen to me and listen to me good. You take your wife back. She will have, you know, a, a son who will lead our people and humanity into its next phase. Mm. And the father listens to her, takes his wife back. So did the rest of the people. Moses is born. And, you know, you may know of the story of, you know, the bull rushes and mm-hmm. the woman takes him down. That's Miriam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I have it on my wall in my bedroom. Yes. Yeah, so cool. So cool. So fun to speak with somebody who's like <laughs> knows of Miriam. And, and what's amazing about this is that you asked about the feminine leadership aspect too. Was that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well that why is she important? feminine wisdom? Yeah. Well, why yeah, the feminine wisdom. Why is that important? Because 
she's an archetype of feminine wisdom. Mm-hmm. She, it, I think it's brilliant that we don't know about her. That shows feminine leadership. That shows feminine power does not need ratings. Wow. Doesn't need a soundbite. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't need conversion of 5.9%. It doesn't need that external validation. It doesn't need external acknowledgement because Mm -hmm. it knows its power and it is operating from the inside out. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nothing new under the sun except operating from there. Mm-hmm. Yes, from the inside I'm out. Not talking about it. Yeah. Being who we already are. She knew, you're like, how difficult is it to be? You know, <laughs> and in those days, it's like the prophetesses, you know, they were leaders that held the entire power of the cosmos in their hands. And, you know, she would have seen what, what, why is she important? Because she would have seen what was coming her through her leadership, through her wisdom, through her knowing. I see she like orchestrated from the sidelines. So we wouldn't see, so we wouldn't know. So it wouldn't be decimated. Mm. It could so that it could survive so that 3000 years later, where we are today, it would still be there. And my work has been like a little Sherlock Holmes over the last 30 something years. It's like it's in plain sight when you look. But, you know, there's that story of the of the. Wise ones and okay, so how like. How do we keep. The truth alive, you know, without human beings who will just, you know, so easily decimated. And one goes, I know, I know. We'll put it at the bottom of the sea. I mean, they're never gonna, you know, never. Uh, okay. And the other goes, no, no, no. We're gonna put it at the highest, highest, highest mountain. You know, nobody's ever gonna go there. And the third one goes, no, I have it. Just have it right inside of each. Mm-hmm. Just have it right inside. So this is so uh, profound that, that, that you were speaking about this today, because I've been having conversations out actually earlier this morning, last night, and earlier yesterday afternoon around the power of wisdom, given the violence that we are witness to right now in the world. And no matter when this actually airs, unfortunately, there's going to be something to point to. But given that, and given the, 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 the masculinity of that, that it's, it feels like it arises out of a certain way of being in the world. And given that you're talking about something different, how do we, how do we allow that potency that is there in plain sight that is there really within everyone we're not talking about it's only there in women and it's not there in men but the way in which women embody that how do we how do we allow more for that in the world how do we allow that to have a have miriam's voice be stronger be that which is listened to 
Well, I know that's a big question. <laughs> I could answer in so many ways too. It's such an important question, but I'll answer with a story. Um, so, you know, by, well, bottom line is by, listening to yourself stop stop looking outside of yourself i don't you know we don't have control what happens mm-hmm. triggered we have absolute power and it is our accountability and our power how we respond we've got 150 percent control over that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. only our habit is to think you know be the doer Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, you know that's and the uh, responsible one yeah you know or the healer the you know ego 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 I, i'm not judging it either i no, mean no, no it's we, just we live in bodies we're egos we right. live on planet earth it's it's duality yeah okay so i you know lived 20 plus years in israel through three wars bombs blasting you know how do you be conscious when, you know, it's all fine and good when all is well, but the real test of your power is when the proverbial caca hits the fan. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Do you go and meditate? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you flee? Do you, I mean, literally when, when bombs are blasting. Right. And you've Not lived- the idea of it. Right. You know? Right. So. Um, when I got far enough with this approach, this is kind of a roundabout answer, but it's a very direct response. Um, I had, uh, I, I, I didn't know, you know, like I didn't know, what do I do with this thing? What is this thing? You know, I was operating from, I, I still do, you know, operate from the inside out. Mm-hmm. We're talking, no, we're talking, this story comes from 23 years ago, right? Just before the Intifada, like in 1999. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so what's, what do I do? What is this? You know, how do you bring it forward? What, what is this? Maybe I need to, you know, maybe I should go to academia because how do you prove something that's, you know, thousands of years old that was never written down that, you know, inside of yourself, you know, in a world like you're speaking of where, you know, where you have to have a good housekeeping, you know, prove, prove in order for anyone to listen to you or to believe what they're saying. So I go to my professor who says to me, who's today the director of music research at Hebrew University in Jerusalem. I go, Edwin, like, I don't know what to do. You know, could you please, you know, please help me. You know, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I should get an advanced degree, you know, that that could help me. And, you know, what would you suggest? Like, what would be a good direction for this thing? Because I don't even know how to talk about it. And he, his answer was, Eliana, you don't have anything the academia is not going to provide you with anything. You don't have anything to find in academia. You don't have anything to find in singing or in drumming. You're a pioneer. You're listening. You're hearing something. And you just have to trust your voice and put one foot in front of the next. Thanks a lot, Edwin. 
But you know, he told you. Talking about backhand, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, it was acknowledging, but it's like, give me the answer. I know, I know. You tell me. <laughs> and that's where we, where we get stuck. That's, isn't where, it? that's where we get stuck. And to add insult to injury, <laughs> next week, I'm presenting at this alternative health conference. And the, and the, the war breaks out. And they shut down the roads. And we're stranded in a forest for two days and two nights. This is before the days of, you know, this is 1999. Right. Mm-hmm. 2000, but now we're in 2000, at 2000, 22 years ago. And so I'm presenting at this conference and it's over and the war breaks out. So we can't go home. So we're stuck for two days and two nights in the forest. And where is the forest, ironically, situated at Tel Megiddo, the, the biblical site of Armageddon. Oh, my goodness. All right. Now, there's no internet. There's no TV. We don't have cell phones. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, is the world coming to an end? All right. You're saying about all these things. Mm-hmm. what we're kind of thinking, God, you know, why do I do, you know, I think I'm conscious. I think I'm wise, but it's like, I don't know. The world's ending. Why? What's the meaning anyway? Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, but stopping and daring to listen to yourself, because if you'll just dare to listen to yourself, you'll start listening. But we don't like to do that because there's a lot of cesspool that comes up in the process, Uh you know, and then you got to develop the trust to the courage to trust what you're hearing and then act upon it. Yes. That's what gives you the clarity and the, and the confidence to act. I mean, that's what this whole approach and, you know, the the trainings and in the book, everything is, that's the, we call, I call it the three C's, the, the ancient feminine, three C's ancient feminine approach. So, so once I get home after the two days and there's radio, you know, and I start, it's like, I didn't need to listen to a radio. It's like, I was stranded in a forest. I couldn't go home, you know, a war is going on. Right. But what do you do? So, uh, you know, I'm listening to this. And one thing became so clear. If I do not, if I react, I'm part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the energy you're adding to. Well, we live in a world of duality. If I, for every reaction, there's a, you know, for every action, there's a reaction. And if I'm reacting, then I'm just, you know, it's that same spiral and there's no end. So what do you do instead? I had no clue. I didn't know. I'd never been in a war before. So I did nothing. And listened. So you didn't do nothing. You listened. Yeah, I listened, but I didn't do. Okay. Okay. Oh, the Miss Californian. Oh, how can I help? Uh, Yes. Oh, how can I help? That's manipulative. Right. I'm talking from a place of a, you know, higher understanding. And I trust, you know, the way you're speaking, you know, I know that you're coming from that place. So I'm trusting that you, dear listeners, that, you know, you have that level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm quite intentionally using the media airwaves today after, you know, a 20 year absence for I was a CBS broadcaster. Mm. I'm very consciously coming into the broadcast space today to not to speak 
real and not in little 20 second sound bites. Yeah. And that's what I wanted this is for this yeah, to be. So, so the, I don't know how long that was, but I was, you know, it was excruciating and terrifying and, and I, you know, and you know, I'd never been in a war before. So, you know, it's like we have our ideas of what's wise, what's spiritual, what's conscious, but, you know, the true power comes, the true measure is when all falls apart. Mm-hmm. And eventually the voice goes, go, go to Mayor Hospital, which was the hospital in my area. It mm-hmm. serves a 50-50 Israeli-Palestinian population. And go to the neonatal intensive care unit. I didn't know what that was, mm-hmm. but this is what the voice says. And go offer a healing music intervention. Just go offer what. Mm-hmm. Go there. Yeah, you'll see. Go there, and I'm like, what? First of all, what's a neonatal intensive care unit? Two, I'm not a doctor. Three, they're gonna laugh at me. Four, they're not only going to laugh at me, they won't even let me in. I mean, what's the point? But the bell is ringing. You know, I like, Mm -hmm. I am hearing it inside. But Miss Faithful here, you know, no, I like my spiritual comfort more than being, honoring myself. Than being the pioneer that you really are. (laughs) Honoring what the voice is saying, because no, it doesn't fit my comfort zone. It's like way out of my way my comfort zone so i don't go i procrastinate mm-hmm. under the guise of no let me let me get more clarity let me <laughs> now let me try and calm that part of my brain down yeah. meditate first now i gotta get i've gotta get more clarity first and and uh, let me and let me really check that this is right. And, and you know, and the turmoil, and the turmoil's inside. So it's yeah. like, no, I really should have that clear before, you know, because I'm a conscious person and, you know, I really want to show up and I will, I, sw- I will show up, but I, but I just need this next bypass of, but yeah, who needs, you know, Miss Control Freak Eliana? Now yeah. I'll go when I can control all of the everything and not feel uncomfortable and out of my comfort zone because no, I'm really not going to follow that because I don't really, when push comes to shove, I don't really believe it. I mean, it's just too ludicrous. Mm-hmm. But I procrastinate and the war continues and I don't have any answer. So eventually I go, okay. You surrender. I get enough courage to like go to the hospital. And of course, you know, Dr. Aloni goes, you, you can't bring some, this is not medical. <laughs> but, and I'm like, here's where the spiritual pride, you know, this also defensiveness. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this, you're there as long as it conforms to what I believe. Ah, as long as it's my spiritual alignment. <sighs> Listen, I mean, I, 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 can I, can I pause you for a half a second? I, um, this is my control. Okay. I want people to hear what you're saying, to really breathe it in and to receive it because it's so, what you're saying is so much bigger than 
if you're just quickly listening to something, you're going to get. It's yeah. so big. Well, I mean, that's how I'm showing up right now. I'm mm-hmm. back on the train. I'm not going to tell that story right now. Go uh, there are two TED Talks. Go to, well, you could go to the website, voicesofeden.com, because exactly what you're saying, I got another really big story after the CBS going to sing on the trains and meeting that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I'm back on the trains in, you know, on these for the launch of the book, I'm doing a whole media media tour. It's like this is my second interview today. And I'm, I have no control. I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know what the result is. Exactly. We're recording, you know, you, you said it yourself so poignantly, Lori, you know, here we are today. You know, it's hell breaks loose yesterday, but we're recording this today. And when it drops, you know, when, when you dear listener are listening, it, you know, maybe a month, two months mm-hmm. after we actually recorded this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's like, when I could, how do I know if what I'm saying has a result? We were like, hello. Yep. Like, it's do okay. I, do I have control about that anyway? No. Right. Well, you know, I, I had the experience of because I was really focused on learning how to listen to my inner guidance. That was my my journey at that at for a, a number of years. And it's one thing to listen to it when things are going well. <laughs> it's another to listen to it when you're in the middle of of a, one of those holy moly moments. Yeah. And, I, and this was about what was happening for me with my husband and that I knew I needed to leave him. And I was hearing that and I was hearing that and I was hearing that. And it wasn't till we were on a walk and I suddenly found myself saying this to him out loud because it was like the voice got so strong. I had no way to do anything else but to speak. Exactly. exactly. And it, it was the listening in the middle of the end. What I want to say is what I really want to say is, is the relief and the release in my own body when I was willing to express and, and act upon what I had heard. Yeah, I, that's beautiful. I think the, the great gift that we have of what's going on, and this is, this is the second part of answering your question, is when all hell breaks loose, what a wonderful opportunity. It's like, so do you want to react to what's going on? Or do you want to listen inside, go to where your answers are? Because it ain't outside. Right. It's, it's right. inside. And, you know, that I did go to the hospital. The doctor actually said, you want to make a presentation. <laughs> if there's 100% unanimity with the medical staff, maybe we'll do a test. I took that as my test. Ah. And it resulted in a three-year fully funded medical research project of which I am the founder this entire, after those three years, I went back and looked at what did I do consistently over three years. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of that because I'm not a doctor. It really proves that when you listen inside, our research is the foundation, this, the, uh, like the seminal research in the field of healing sound. Live music had never been brought into a neonatal intensive care unit. It proves that when you have something that is ding, ding, inside, you might not have words for it. Mm-hmm. That, is your, that is your inner truth. That is your inner voice guiding you. You might not have words for it, 
And you shouldn't because it's a, that's your higher mind. It's, yeah, it hasn't it's, come into form yet. No. And the, and with the voices of Eden and this ancient feminine leadership and healing voice way, it's purpose is to provide you, it provides you with a bridge from your inner knowing, the part that's beyond, you know, it's another paradigm, the inner knowing mm -hmm. and provides a bridge to your outer expression. Mm. Mm. So that mm. who you are inside and how you show up and how you communicate are in congruence, yeah. and aligned. And that is, and we only get there by stopping and being where we already are and stop reacting to everything you're gonna you're gonna react Iria. we all react yeah, we all do but but that's the that's the wonderful thing you know in ancient times leaders would go to they would regularly retreat to temples and sacred spots mm -hmm. We don't have this in modern times. A temple or those spots, they were like, they served as a combination of a spa, of a hospital, of a university, of a community center, kind of, you know. A, providing um, that spaciousness to yeah, go inside. And, and providing a container to stop it. And the mm -hmm. use of sound, we had great sophistication, much more than we have today. Yeah. Of the, of the, uh, of the use of vibration right. was used for spiritual, for medical, for engineering, like structures were made for and by sound mm -hmm. as well. So I want to ask you about that more, yeah. that, that very thing, but I want to, I want to, before I do that, because there's something coming to me about innovation, because I've worked a okay. lot in the innovation space. Uh -huh. yeah. However, the traditional even that's a funny word to use with innovation. The the texts about innovation oh, funny, yeah. are they're they're boring. They are still from the tried and true. Oh, here's how we get people to think differently. Here's how we do something differently. What you're talking about and what I talk about is that different space of connecting with that inner voice, of connecting with that inner truth. And finding a way to bring that into the space of what wants to be created. So you, in your way of, of listening inside, brought into being something that you then got to prove. <laughs> you then got to create this three-year-long program. And because I've worked, as I told you earlier, with Helen Bonnie, and I know so much about the healing power of sound, it's, it's a profound thing that you were able to bring into being. So let me, let me, yeah, I let me ask that. my other question. I love that about the innovation. Thank you. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Well, because the problem is that how we live in this world, you know, like is by identifying with being the doer. And uh. when, you know, when we're identifying with being the doer, well, then we'll figure it out or we'll have the structure, you know, and in the Western world, we are inculcated. There's no judgment here. It's just how Western, you know, we live in a, you know, in modern society, we learn to make a plan and to follow that through sequentially. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, that's just how it's linear. It's three-dimensional way of being. Yeah. Okay. In the ancient world, and certainly in the Middle East, it's like, what a blessing to live in the Middle East for 25 years, because there we learn to that a plan is made as a jumping off point. Hmm. And then as life happens, because it's just known that life is dynamic, no one in their right mind expects to, for that plan to be followed through. Huh. As that, it's like a course correct. Yeah, that's yeah. Why, I think that's why Israel is like a lead, you know, in fields such as technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's such a leader because we call it combina, you know, it's like a little bit, it's like you go forward and there's not a leader, like it's team oriented also. It's like, you know, in the corporate world in, you know, in the US, you know, in North America and in Europe, it's like you have your role and you will never go around your boss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you've got your silos and everything's yeah, it's not no, like, nothing co-creative about it. It's it's not like that in Israel. You, if you have if you have an idea you're Uh going to express you're you're going to express it because it could because the focus is on solving the problem and the benefit you know when you live in the middle east and life is so dynamic and it's really Uh you know you're used to life and death you don't waste your time i mean it, it isn't even that that's there and you can't waste your time it's just not even part of the mythos it's not part of the it's it, it's not part of the structure. I love this because Eliana, I, I had not I had not thought about this. This is this is new for me to to bring into my consciousness, and it's an of course moment. And uh, I'm thinking about the current uh, political structure in Israel. It is a coalition. It is yeah. people that have different ways of thinking, and, and I know you know I know. Some yeah, people- you go to the Middle East too. You know, you're like. Three Israelis, nine opinions. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. It doesn't matter if it's Jewish air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, three people, 15 opinions. <laughs> and that's because of that feminine. That's that's the ancient feminine. Because they're it's it's not sequential. They're just and every and and that's where. You know, when you live there, and then you look at you know, and the you know, we wonderful Americans. I was. Born in Ray, I was born under the Hollywood sign there. I'm like the best of them. You know, we come in and like, well, how come we just can't get along? You know, if we just everybody listen to one another and let's be reasonable. Yeah, that's a real American view, and it's very naive and it's very patronizing. I don't mean this. Well, maybe I do. No, I don't mean it as a judgment. It is a judgment. But it's just my experience leaving the fishbowl, having, you know, mm-hmm. raised here, but I'm of there, you know, and living my, you know, the majority of my adult life outside of the United States. You know, it's like you look back and it's like, where, where are you living? What? What? Mm-hmm. I just had it. I just had it last week. Um, less than a week ago. I'm in a meeting with colleagues and there, and the week before I was with colleagues in Portugal, you know, on a zoom meeting Mm -hmm. and something in our organization, there was a 
a new the, the manual, the service manual, the world new version of the world service manual. <laughs> then the PDF, the, you know, the printed's going to come out later this year. And mm-hmm. yes, good for you know, we're like really working, you know, like good for everyone. Great. And so the next day, I'm with people from Europe. And uh, in many different countries, I go, oh, guess what? You know, I heard yesterday the World Service Manual, you know, I got a downloaded PDF, so I'd be happy to share it with you guys if you'd like. And the woman says to me, oh, well, we, that's an American. That's not world. That's an oh. American. Is oh. the world, it's, it's American. We have our, and she wasn't. She wasn't making a point of it. She no, just, no. You know, she goes, no, we have, you know, here in Europe, we have, you know, an, an international thing that's, you know, that's, the, that's, you know, the globe. That that one is for, that one is for North America. <laughs> and it's so funny how we, we so call funny. it the world. It's so funny. I mean, that was an aha moment for me because it's like, oh, I'm, now I'm the American again. I mean, you know, and it wasn't, it's just, it's just so subliminal, but that's part of that doership mm-hmm. and the, and our, and what our, hmm. well, there's a part in the book of, you know, it's like when structures crumble, mm-hmm. it's actually I mean, it's either horrible if you're, you know, if you're mm-hmm. of ilk of like what you were saying with the, um, you know, with the innovation, but you got to follow the structure of the innovation. Right? <laughs> All right. So if you're of that ilk and, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And why wouldn't we, if we're, you know, if we're inculcated, mm-hmm. then that's, you know, that that's the effective route of course we're going to believe that but that's dying that that structure is falling apart so you cannot you cannot count on that and you can't keep propping it up because that's there's no truth in that yeah and you know so then what do you do you know when the structure crumbles Mm -hmm. that's where this ancient way is so practical because the old is crumbling we can't Mm -hmm. count on anything anymore yet the new is not yet here and we're in this gap yeah we're in the void is what i call it yeah you know and nothing makes sense there that's where i thrive i mean i just i love i just i'm loving this period it's not like woohoo but oh my god i am so grateful to be alive i am so appreciative of my life i'm so appreciative for you know the opportunities to share you know inclusive of this moment and to have meaningful meaningful meeting because that is like the best it's not about having the outside look or be a particular mm-hmm. way. We are the answers that we're searching for. Yeah. So there's nothing new under the sun, except how about we just be there? And we will discover something new, perhaps under the exactly. sun. Exactly, through there. Through that. And yeah. I, I, I want to really invite our listeners to, to, to take that in, because you may be feeling... <clears throat> less than thriving you may be feeling pushed to the edge 
and be wanting to tear your hair out with what you see crumbling and you don't know what's coming next. And if you're alive right now, it's because somewhere, somehow you're meant to be here and you have an expression that's needed. You have a piece of the puzzle of the, of the, what's being created that is so needed. And so it's, it's, it's vital that your voice gets to come alive. Uh, I read something this morning if, uh, that I found very, uh, it's in it like a, a, a daily reader type of thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, it says, there have been days when many of us felt that good times would never come again. After so many disappointments, it might seem too painful to continue to hope. We shed our hearts and minds to our dreams and stop expecting to find happiness. Well, we weren't happy, but at least we wouldn't be let down anymore. (laughs) Caring, hoping, wanting, these are risky. But we may find, you know, like if we show up, we may find that the risks are worth taking in time. It may not be enough to simply avoid disappointment. We want more. We want rich, full, exciting lives with joy as well as sorrow. Just finding the willingness to believe that joy can exist in our lives today can be very challenging. Mm. Though we make room in our hearts for good times, we may not recognize them when they come. Nobody is happy all of the time, but all of us are capable of feeling good. We deserve to allow ourselves to experience every bit of joy that life has to offer. Mm. We, you know, so, you know, I'm not going to let fear of disappointment prevent me from enjoying this day. I have a great capacity for happiness. Yeah. Mm, Thank you for that. As we come to a close, Could you share with us one simple way to establish or to create calm in our own, in our own immediate circle? Connect to it inside. It's already there. Mm -hmm. Stop looking outside of yourself. (laughs) If you're, and if you find that difficult, you know, that, you know, your mind these days is just so, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. It's so normal. Um, you know, if you're, you know, in that, find yourself in that place of trying to figure things out, what's next, or, you know, what do I, what do I do next? How do I show up? How do I use my time in a, in a useful way such that I emerge from these crises in better, you know, in better shape than before. Um, you can avail yourself of, uh, of an ancient practice that I made a free workshop in honor of the launch of the book. And in that it's called three keys to thrive through uncertainty Hmm. and emerge triumphant. And in there, is a uh, practice in there that it that will help you, you know, like meet what's blocking you, so that you can get real clear, and that that can part your seas <laughs> to, <laughs> to move forward. And there's an exercise in there. There's like this journey, and it's accompanied by this piece in a video that I 
composed and recorded live at dawn at the actual ancient site of the parting of the seas. It's really, it is, it's, I don't have words for it. It's really, really, I don't have words for it. (laughs) But God, don't believe that, you know, don't believe Exactly. It's not the words anyway, the experience. Something is resonating with you. Mm -hmm. So it's a free two hour workshop. Ah, so where can they access this? That is at um, Voices of Eden. VoicesofEden.com is the main website. Uh huh. The actual web, uh, the actual free workshop page is Emerge Triumphant Now. But it's they can. So is it? Can they find that on your website? Yeah, and and. I'm just posting it everywhere now. It's my, you know, it's like my, <laughs> I, I'm just so excited about it. Yes. And it also is on the, I put it on top of the book page. You'll find it at uh, voicesofeden.com forward slash book. Okay. And what you'll find there also on the, but the workshop is emerged triumphant now, if you want that direct page. And on there is a, is like a short one minute uh, little uh, book. Tra- it's from the book trailer. But I made the workshop in honor of the book launch. I originally did when we launched the book in uh, the beginning of the spring. It um, it reached international bestseller within in six categories which in within 24 hours of launch which awed me you know it's like no i'm not beating my head against the wall anymore it's like i said the tides really are turning yes so in honor of that i gave a you know a bonus workshop for that and it was so powerful that i thought well why not make this like available <laughs> available and so i recorded another version and i added that you know oh, as, I was, oh, as i was recrafting it i found that that piece and i keep watching it every time i watch it and that's the thing about this approach is that it's not linear Mm-mm. i recorded that was like 10 years ago that i recorded that but i'm receiving from it now Mm-hmm. not about here and it's not a performance and it you know it, it's the, the space itself the place itself on um, there's a vibratory rate and it exactly. brings you beyond your mind and into your clarity it's really really yeah I, I love that. And it, you just made me realize someone was asking me the other day about one of my programs inspiration into action and he said well can people retake that and I said yes and you've you've put in the piece because my work is not linear. It is all about vibration and frequency, and it's always new, just like what you're speaking about. Yeah, yeah, because it, like you say, it's not linear, and our research actually showed that um, upon repeated use, mm-hmm. I've just re I, like the. Um, Emerge Triumphant Course, I've been teaching it. You know, I taught it live, live, live for years, and then and then recorded, and then through the 
through the pandemic, I just redid a whole, I re-recorded everything because when something isn't linear Mm -hmm. and our research corroborates with this is that the less is more and the slow is fast. Mm. And when you come back, right, you learn, do you find that with your clients? Absolutely. You know, that you, you gain more. Yeah. And so I've even pared down things even because people have less uh, attention span, like really little chunks. And even as I was re-recording everything, I was, it's like with the free workshop with that piece in there. And it's like, and I'm the one who recorded this stuff. (laughs) It's like, it doesn't matter. It's not about me. You know, it's like the, that vibration, that, energetic is it it's not it's the the personality of any particular person or of any particular teaching even no there's no dogma there's no religion there's no thought form it's another paradigm altogether yes and that is the cool thing because you just take and there's no right or wrong there's no you know there's no there's no sequence. <laughs> so, yeah, you keep going, you keep going deeper. So that actually, that's a great closure to what you were saying at the beginning of like, well, we don't know what's happening today, but in another few, whenever you hear this, yeah, well, we'll so it'll be right like to leave us with. Yeah. Like, so what if things are better? when you're seeing this because because our showing up today we're both connecting from this place and that's beautiful and that's powerful and it's important and, and that's the frequency that's going out from yeah, it doesn't have to be because we're here right now then mm-hmm. when this gets broadcast it'll be another iteration it's that same thing Exactly. Is that cool or what? I love it. I love it. Thank you for today. You're amazing. <laughs> and I've loved being with you. And I, I feel like, um, I feel like I've known you for a long time and I, I look forward to another conversation with you. Great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you work. again for being such a wonderful guest here on wisdom talk radio. Mm. And thank you to our listeners for being with us today at Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. Remember, you can find us on your favorite places to listen to podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening today, you know you've received something, leave us a review because that helps more people to access the wisdom and, here's the big one, to transform the world, not by an act, but by being who you are, and taking that into expression. And for more about deepening your connection with your inner guidance, take the Quantum Connection Quiz now. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. 